0: Good morning, friends. This is Ashley Daily Encouragement. I hope you guys are having a good month so far. We are heading towards the end of December. And as I'm talking to you guys, I'm kind of looking at the date here. By the time this episode releases, it will be December 23rd. So, you guys, this week, we are going to be talking about kind of where we're at in this process of life, recognizing where you are in all these areas, the four areas we've been talking about these last, you know, 33 episodes And being that it's the end of the year, I think it's a really good time to have like a reflection period in your life and, you know, recognize where you're at in the area of maturity, you know, bonding, you know, how are, do you have relationships in your life that are helping facilitate that process that you're in developing you as a person? Are you setting boundaries? You know, um, how are you doing with integrating God's grace into your life? We're going to be discussing that throughout the rest of the week. And, uh, I'm going to be. Sharing some questions with you guys as well, coming from Dr. Henry Cloud's book *Changes That Heal*. He's got a really amazing study guide at the end of that book, and so I'm going to be sharing those questions with you guys. I thought about maybe just typing them up and then putting them in the the description of the podcast, letting you guys know where the questions came from. That way, if you guys want to access them as well, um, really, really good stuff that you know Dr. Henry Cloud has come up with by God's grace. You know, helping us be able to transform our lives—it's amazing. The people that God will use. And so, um, I'm going to be, uh, getting those ready for you guys. I'll put them in the link description so you guys can access the questions if you want, if it's something you're really interested in doing in your life. So we're going to be talking about kind of this last week here in December, uh, you know, where you're at in this process. And then, uh, starting December 30th, we're going to be having a revelation revamp. I'm going to call it, I was spending some time with the Lord last night, And, uh, I was thinking about it, you know, I was like, you know, Lord, I, there are some really amazing things that I've come to realize over the year and just realizing, you know what, maybe I need to go back through all those journals over the year and see, you know, where, how far I've come and share that with you guys, you know, so you can understand maybe your life a little bit better from a different perspective. Maybe if I share my revelation with you guys, that will remind you of the revelations that you have had this year and taking inventory of those things. So you guys, uh, the, starting the 30th of December, uh, for the next 12 episodes. So one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. 10, 11, 12, ending January 16th. Um, we are going to do a, we're just going to do daily. I'm going to share with you guys, you know, a revelation that I had for each month of the year. And so, um, I'm, I'm looking forward to that. I'm excited. And I hope that you guys will find something out of that as well for yourself. Re- this is just for reflection for you guys as well, to look back on your life, to see how God has worked in your life, guys. That is so important. We got to make memory our good servant and look back and, and see how God's grace has penetrated our life, you guys. So with all that being said, you know, I I woke up this morning and you guys, these podcasts are obviously you know, pre-recorded, so to speak, this is actually November, but you're hearing this in December. So I think they're about three weeks ahead. Anyway, I actually, what's today? Today's would be technically December 2nd for me, but I think, like I said, when this releases, it'll be December 23rd anyway. So looking over the weekend and just realizing like, wow, God, you know, all these things I'm learning right now, it would have been so much better Right. I feel like I've wasted, I feel like so much of my life had been stolen away from me. You guys, I don't know if you've ever felt like that, where you've kind of like, wow, if I would have known then what I know now, and you can start maybe taking your mind down this path of, you know, dang it. And feeling just kind of frustrated. And I had to stop and be like, wait a second, Ashley, you know, how has God's grace been with you in your life up until this point? Right. And Also reminding myself that God is able to restore what the locusts have eaten away, right? The areas of your life where you feel like you were stolen from and robbed, you know, God can restore that through His grace and He can use it as an opportunity for other people to to benefit from your life, right? Isn't that what the fruit of the Spirit is supposed to do if it's produced in you? You produce it and people benefit. They eat the fruit of our life. They get to have the love, joy, peace, patience, goodness, faithfulness, self-control, forbearance and gentleness because we've walked through that process ourselves, through the different things we've gone through. And we can share our life with other people. We can share the areas where God, where we were stuck in a hole, you know, and God gave us perspective that got us out of it. And now we can walk people through our life and our journey because you guys, we're all human beings. We all have the same emotions. We all feel the same things. We can all relate to each other. But uh, obviously, That hasn't always been treated with care. A lot of times there was, you know, judgment and criticism and all these things that keep us from each other. So nobody really knows the story of God's grace in your life because a lot of people don't want to expose the shame that God's grace needed. Right. And I completely understand. I lived like that as a Christian for, you know, almost 10 years of my life. Just realizing, wow, Lord, I wasted so much of my time worrying about what other people thought of me and and, you know, thinking that I was gonna prove my Christianity to other people and you know just trying to be accepted and approved by others you guys it's exhausting to live that way and you really have no authority when you live when you live that way either right you're trying to you know validate the only perspective that you only have that no one else has you're trying to validate that from other people that have their own perspective and it's just a rat race and you know praying that god would get me out of that and you guys i hope that you're going to get out of that too right i hope you can really come to accept God's grace in a completely different way. Not as a license to sin, because that's just immaturity, right? I mean, you already know that your sins hurt you anyway, right? You already feel it. You feel the shame of it. You feel the isolation of it. You feel the burden of it. You get tired of worrying about what others say about you. It's exhausting cycle, right? But when you can, you know, just say, you know what, God, I can live vulnerably before you. I can bring my whole self to you, all my beliefs, everything I think and feel. You can transform that and you can use it for my good. And I don't have to worry about what others think because the truth is people are limited. They're not all knowing, right? There's certain, you guys are certain truths we have to establish as well, right? We have to realize that human beings are limited. Like we are, we're not born all knowing. We don't know everything about everybody. You know, we got to ask the question. We got to establish. We got to establish communication with people. We got to figure out what they mean, what we mean. We got to, you know, we've got homework to do you guys. So with all that being said, <laughs> Let me jump into today's podcast, right? What was I talking about at the beginning of this conversation? Oh yeah, just realizing, wow, Lord, I've wasted so much of my time, but then the Lord reminded me over the weekend that Ashley, you know what? I'm able to restore all those years back to you, right? You may feel like you were stolen away from, but looking, you know, thinking about it, it's really a gift to me that God has given because now I can have this perspective and this insight and wisdom to share with you guys that I didn't have before, right? And every single person has this right? You have it. You just have to have the courage to kind of go back into your own story and, you know, figure out where you've find your, found yourself in the hole and where you needed God's help. Right. And maybe you haven't asked God for help yet, but you know what? That's, that's your responsibility, right? That's, that's what adults do. You guys, we ask for what we need. Children can't communicate it yet. Right. They don't necessarily have the words or whatever, but over time they learn how to do that. Right. And they can be pretty assertive with it too. We still have to be that way, even as adults. This is what I need, you know, and asking for the things that we need and asking the Lord to do that for us, you guys, because he's so, he so wants to be engaged in our life. And, uh, you know, He's gonna he's always going to show up. So I was thinking about the process I've been, and I want you guys to think about the process you're in right now. How is God growing and maturing you? How is he changing you? What transitions do you need to be making? I did another podcast on that. You guys, I think it was last week it released, um, Let me see if I can check the date really quick so you guys can go back and listen to it because this book I'm just about to finish really gave some amazing insight to that whole process of transformation. Yeah. It was episode 21 released November 28th, real and ideal transformation and transition and just realizing the transitions that you're in. What transition do you guys need to make right now? What do you need to let go of? Okay. Where do you, where do you think in your life? that you know isn't producing anything good that is not serving you in this season of your life, right? And that's what he was saying, a lot of people have changes, right? Different, your circumstances change, new jobs, new house, babies, you know, all these kinds of things. But he goes, people get stuck in transition. They don't know what, they haven't let go of certain thinking that is hindering them. And this new, this new thing that change is supposed to bring them into right. It's transition is where we all struggle. So where are you in the transition process? Where are you needing to let go of some old beliefs that you had and embrace some new ones, right? Where do you need to be vulnerable with the Lord in that way? And so I was just, like I said, for me, God has been showing me how to live from my own heart. Okay. This has been the biggest transition for me. Since 2017, you guys, when I was pregnant with my last baby, baby number seven, I realized that God was in my heart and if that was the case, that he would give me desires that I could pursue and they would be good desires. Okay. Now, as I was thinking about this right here, here you got devil's advocate in your mind, right? Well, how do you know if it's good desires? How do you know if it's the Lord? And so I was thinking about that too. You know, how would a person know, right? If the desires that you're pursuing in your heart are from the Lord? Number one, you guys, that's an individual experience. Okay. However, there's, there's always some concrete things to look for. God is always going to lead you in peace. Okay. The fruit will be in you first, and then you will understand a process that will bear fruit for others. You will have the fruit of the spirit in you. You will have love, joy, peace, patience, goodness, faithfulness, self-control, forbearance and gentleness. You will get that in you first, and then you'll, you'll be able to figure out how God helped you figure that out. So you can give that to other people. Okay. And, um, so, and here's the other thing you guys. So this is, this is what you just have to understand. That's so simple, but you have to understand in the context of your own life. You can't, you know, we can inspire each other with our life stories and how God has reached into each one of our lives, but you got to reach into your own life and your own story with God's grace, right? I'm just trying to you know, paint a picture for you so you can do this yourself. Okay. God's grace should impact your life in such a way that you can identify the thinking that left you feeling stuck in a hole. And now when you asked for help, God met you and began to reveal how you were thinking about certain things that led you to feel that way. And then how to get out of your hole, right? That you were living in with his, you know, for me, you guys, the hole that I was living in was living with my hand over my mouth. And I talk about that all the time, you guys. I, And I'll get into that in just a second. I never communicated what was in my heart because I had learned, number one, that to communicate my needs was a burden. I shared that story with you guys many times. And then number two, my worth was in how I helped others with their problems. Okay, so now I've got these two beliefs as a young child. Taking that into adulthood, then bringing that thinking into the church, right? Not to mention, so then you go into the church and you hear, die to yourself and live for others, okay? I was living my life like that already. I had already been dying to myself, dying to what I needed, and communicating those needs to other people. In my mind, I'd done that perfectly, okay? And then um, if I was already doing that, and if I was already helping other people, if my worth was established in how I was helping others, why didn't I have the fruit of the Spirit that Jesus? you know, through, through following Jesus command, right? Jesus says, uh, you know, take up your cross and follow him. Okay. And you guys will get into that some other time. Right. But it was just this, my understanding of those scriptures, right. How I applied it to my life is what needed to change. I had to die to the whole thing of not communicating. Right. I had to realize that actually you not communicating is what's hurting you you not telling people what you need or telling God what you need is what's hurting you. Okay. And realizing that my worth cannot come from how I'm helping others because not everybody, the way I was helping others, I wasn't even asking permission. I wasn't even asking if they needed my help. I just, I just assumed that role. You know, how do you think that made other people feel at times in relationship with me? Oh, great. Here's Ashley miss know-it-all, right? She knows how to fix all my problems, you know? and cause, and, and unintentionally, I'm sure causing resentment in other people like so frustrated with me, but they, but at the time I didn't even know what I was doing in that way. I just thought that that was normal because that's what I had learned, you know? And so I took that mentality into my relationships with other people and, uh, just realizing, wow, you know, this is not, this is not helpful. And realizing that I needed to learn how to go back and figure out what do I need to know, Lord, what do I need to do to grow into the person that you want me to become, right? Who you want me to become, the things you want me to pursue in life, right? The talents and the skills you've given me, my responsibility to develop those things. But how can I develop it if I'm not acknowledging it first, right? Because when you die to yourself and your heart and you don't pay attention to your thoughts, your needs, anything like that, it's going to be really, really hard for you to even know if the Lord's leading you because you're looking for God outside of you. Right. In your circumstances, instead of in your heart where the Holy Spirit lives. Right. And so um, and you guys, that was the other issue that I had completely, you know, looked to the outside world in the church. You know, they pretty much became my God. They were guiding and directing my life. I had surrendered. And, you know, every decision that I was to make in my life, I drove it. I went through the church. Right. Give me confirmation. Tell me what I'm supposed to be doing. Right? I didn't have the confidence in myself to be able to discern God's voice and the, the direction he was having me go because I was so reliant on the outside world. I, I was basically taught not to even trust myself in that way, right? And and you know, the Bible even says that God will give you desires of your heart. He will place desires in your heart and things that he wants you to do, right? Where do you think our skills and, and our passions and those things come from? The good things that are in us, right? God has given those to us as a gift to ourselves and to the rest of the world, right? They're supposed to be utilized in that way but I was taught, I learned through experience as a child to deny all those things. And then you go, and then I went into the church and the church uh, kept that going, right? Kept that lie, kept that lie growing within myself. And uh, it was only underneath the collapse of that and realizing how much that thinking was really killing me and destroying me. I had to start paying attention to myself in that way, growing in that awareness of, wait a minute, how are these things I'm believing in thinking impacting me like truly? right? Feeling burdened, feeling shamed, feeling condemned, feeling judged, you know, feeling insecure. Lord, why do I care so much about what people think? And trying to identify those things, you guys. And so I just encourage you guys today to kind of go back in your life. Where, where, where's the biggest changes? Where's the biggest transition that you're in right now that, you know, where are you having to change the way you process information? You know, and like I said, for me, you guys, it's just deciding to live from my heart and the things that God has put inside of me, instead of trying to constantly just take my cues from the outside world, because people aren't all knowing, you know, and they don't know. And it can be so confusing. Um, a long time I would take the judgments of the outside world and whatever they thought and believed about me. I internalized that and would try to gear my behavior around what they believed to try to prove myself to them. How confusing is that? You guys, I lived like that for a long time too. So, you know, the whole, especially the, you know, daily encouragement, is really just about me realizing that, wow, you know what? God has given me desires. He's given me skills and talents. Um, I have a desire to be an encourager. I asked the Lord, what have you given me? That's the thing that came to mind. Daily encouragement is really just me stepping out and finding out, you know, who I am as a person and the things that God has given me. And what do I have that I can share with the rest of the world that may be because the things I've been taught have been hindering me from uh, using the skills and talents that God has given to me. So you guys got to ask God these same questions you've got to have the same type of courage, you guys, or you're not going to, you're not going to step out and do the things the Lord wants you to do. All right. So ask yourself today, what's, where are you at in this process? Right? How is God developing you in your life right now? And where have you, where do you need his grace? And that reminds me really quick. My husband and I were chatting this morning. He was kind of looking at the verse of the day and it was Ephesians two, eight through nine. And it says, For it is by grace you have been saved through faith. And this is not from yourselves. is the gift of God. Not by works so that no one can boast. For we are God's handiwork created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. So check this out. It's like my husband was reminding me. He's like, you know, babe, he goes, you have lived your whole life. Right? Uh, Not by grace. Right? But it was by works. You know, how do I prove myself to other people. I told you guys that being the, the uh, dynamic that I grew up in for such a long time, you know, alcoholic parents, abuse, you know, just all these things. I mean, people were always looking at my mom and dad like, wow, y'all need to get it together. And which they did, it was true. Right. But as I said before, I knew some of the inner dynamics that were going on. I understood their struggles. So I had a lot of compassion for them. And I wanted to prove to the rest of the world that my parents were not as worthless as others had judged them to be. And so I was going to prove their worth by what I did, right? Do you see the issue with that? How can I prove someone else's worth by what I'm doing? That's two different mindsets. That's two different things. That is not my responsibility, but that's what I would do. I'm going to, you know, graduate high school and I'm going to be because my mom always said, you know, I'd be valedictorian, which I never was though. I got good grades, but I never made it that far. Right. I mean, come on, you guys, I, everything that I thought I was going to do, I had a baby as a teenager, right? Like how honorable is that? You know, but I had this mindset of, wow, I'm going to, you know, prove to the world that my mom and dad didn't raise a worthless kid or whatever. I was in that proving mindset. And then I took that mindset into the church, right? I'm going to prove to the rest of the world that I'm a child of God and that I love God. And I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. I was in the works-based mentality. Right. And so this morning, as I was thinking about all the wasted years I've had and you know, Lord, why didn't I just, why didn't, why am I just now learning this? And why didn't I learn it then? You know? And it's like, it's by grace it's by grace. You've been saved, Ashley, recognizing God's grace, asking for help in your life where you're feeling stuck. You guys, this grace has to have a context. This The Bible is not something that you're supposed to read, shut up and say, okay, cool you know um i got my problems okay cool take your problems to the throne of grace lord i need your help i'm stuck in the shame hole right i'm stuck in thinking worrying about what others think of me i'm stuck in this addiction i'm stuck in this mindset wherever you feel stuck in your life is an opportunity right for god's grace because if you could work your way out of your situation i'm sure you would have done it by now but obviously if you're still feeling like you're being stolen from you know, steal, kill, and destroy. That's what the enemy does, right? He steals, kills, and destroys us. If you feel like you have areas in your life where that is happening, it is your responsibility to say, wow, God, I need what you offer me. I can't continue to live and work this way, right? Lord, give me the grace I need through faith, right? God, I can expect a good outcome from you because you're only a good God and you only want good in my life. And You know what? You guys have to realize that the human beings that we were raised by and other people in the world, they're not taking their role um, as, you know, what's, they're not taking it as seriously as God intends, right? When God made Adam and Eve, he gave them a task to do, all right? They were not excused from ruling and subduing and caring for the earth, even after the fall. God equipped them, right? He, he, he basically, you know, he gave them the consequence, but he he still sent them out and said, you, you know, they still had a job to do. Right. And they, I think they were supposed to also also remember how God had helped them, even though they had you know sinned against him, remembering that God still helped Adam and Eve while they were in the garden. He equipped to them. Hey, what happened here? Do you realize that it was you not heeding? My knowledge is what led to this bad outcome. You guys, that's our responsibility today. Are you, have you taken a step back and asked yourself, what knowledge have I been living by uh, that's not from God that has produced bad outcome in my life? Right. And so instead of blaming God, take responsibility for how you're thinking and saying, Lord, how do I need to think about this differently? That is our responsibility as mature adults, right, is to be able to look at our life objectively and figure out where we need to make a change in our thinking and ask the Lord, give us the grace we need to do that. Where do I need to let go of certain ways I believe about things? Like I had to let go of the belief I had that I couldn't communicate my needs and it was my responsibility to save everybody else's life. Right. When I couldn't even do anything with my own, what wisdom do you really have when you're not even paying attention to yourself in that way, right? Your own sickness, so to speak. You're not even, you're not even aware of it. You think you're going to go save everybody else when you're not even aware of the thing that God redeemed you from or where you need to be redeemed still? What grace can you really offer somebody if you don't realize the grace that you need first? So, um, cause he says it's not, it's not from ourselves, right? There's nothing we can or can't do. It's just acknowledgement. It is the gift of God, not by works and no one can boast for we are God's handiworks created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. God wants us to do good. That's his plan, but we can't do good apart from his grace because we have to be able to recognize where we're not always able to produce good in our lives. Right? So pay attention. Where are you in the maturity process? Where are you needing, you know, God's grace in your life? Where has he helped you up until this point? Right? Recognize that you guys. And tomorrow we're going to be discussing a little bit about the relationships that God is going to bring in our life to help this process. You know, um, you're not going to learn it on your own, right? You need people that will help you kind of support this new way of thinking and this new way of doing things, you know, and if you don't have it, then ask, right. He says, if, if you ask, you will receive seeking, you will, you know, ask you will receive seeking, you will find knock on the door will be opened. So ask the Lord to show you areas of your life, you know, where, where are you in your life right now? And then who do you need in your life to help you make those, those transitions and to make that transformation that you're seeking in your life? You know, cause you need to be around other people that are on the same page in that way. Right. That also are seeking the Lord in this way. Like, Hey Lord, I need to be transformed by your grace. Where, where am I stuck in shame? Where do I need to grow and mature? Where do I need to you know, make some transitions in my thinking, where do I need to go from the old way? I used to think to the new way of doing things. And you guys, that's going to cause that. That means you just have to take inventory of your life. Are you really where you want to be in your life? If not, acknowledge it, acknowledge it before God, and then ask him to supply for you, what you cannot supply for yourself. And that is the grace and the wisdom and the understanding and the compassion that you will need as you realize how your own thinking has destroyed your own life up until this point. But you guys, grace is, God's grace is so much greater than that. And I think that's what, you know, Paul's really talking about in Romans, you know, but the grace that we have through the one person, through all the trespasses, this grace that follows, it's really amazing when you think of it in that context, right? It's not just grace and license to sin. That's just stupid to think that you would want to continue in that lifestyle, not realizing the the consequences of thinking that way. Right. I mean, who wants to live with shame and condemnation and burden and and, and stress and anxiety and, and, you know, just kind of live in isolation, no purpose, no hope, no fulfillment. That mindset, using God's grace, you know, as a license to sin, you're not going to get that in your life. Right. You're just going to continue to stay in the shame hole. And you know what? Shame on you for thinking like that, to abuse God's grace in that way. Right. That's just immaturity. But we know God has greater for us. right? That's why Jesus came. We just have to let him get to our heart in that deep way. So you guys, that's all I have for you today. I hope it all makes sense. It's just as I shared with you guys last week or whatever you guys are in this episode. I can't remember. Like I said, I'm like three weeks advance and then I'm still, you know, on my own little timeline here. But anyway, um, just realizing that I'm trying to share with you guys the different revelations that I've had, you know, in hopes of inspiring you guys to find your own revelation in this way, asking God, these same types of questions. And so anyway, you guys hope you have an awesome rest of the day. Thank you guys for all your support. Uh, continue to share and subscribe to this podcast, rate it. Um, I don't know exactly how to rate it. I think you would just have to go to the platform. You're listening to it on, you know, like on iTunes. Um, I think there's like, you can give it like a star rating or whatever. I think it's pretty, I think it's pretty self-explanatory on there. You guys, I just haven't uh, rated a podcast in a while. I usually listen to all of them. All mine are through Google. I have an Android, so I use Google as my platform for podcasts, but, uh, rate it on there, subscribe, share it with your friends, you guys. And, uh, you know, check out soul food Sunday with my husband, uh, Scott and I, we, he's just sharing with us the things that he's kind of realizing in his life, trying to inspire you guys. He shared just last Friday or whatever that, or last Sunday, soul food Sunday yesterday that, you know, why he does home church, right? He wants his children to see God work in the context of his life and make it sort of make it, make it so clear to them as much as he can, right? All of our, all of our children are going to have to walk their own walk with the Lord, right? They're going to have to seek Him on their own at some point, but we want to at least make God, you know, real, like show him how real he is to us in this way, right? God is in the daily. He is in the home he is in the context of our life and we want to inspire others to find god in the context of their life you guys and so i hope you guys are finding that as you listen to this podcast i pray that you are you know encouraged to look for the lord in your life in this way to find god's grace in the context of your life and to you and ask him to use your life as a form of grace for other people who need so desperately what god wants to reveal to you through your own life right the things that you need god will supply to you and then you get you get to give that gift to other people you guys it's an amazing thing We are truly God's grace in its various forms. If we allow, if we allow it to happen, if we allow him to penetrate our lives. So anyway, you guys tomorrow, we're going to be talking about bonding a little bit, the people we need in this process. And then, um, we'll kind of, we'll jump into that. And then, like I said, after that, you guys, we're going to be talking about just different revelations I've had. And I I hope you guys are just going to be, you know, thinking about yours as we go into the new year, what revelations did you have? maybe in the past that you kind of forgot about that you maybe need to integrate and bring into the new year, new mindsets, right? What has God revealed to you that you might have forgotten about? This is why writing things down is so important, you guys. So I I hope that when we do these episodes, it'll inspire you guys. So anyway, I love you guys. Have an awesome rest of the day and I will see you next time.